and welcome to the Student Survival Podcast with Jordan and Lucy. In this show, we discuss the biggest problems that us students face in our years at university. Follow our social media accounts at Student Survival Podcast to stay up to date with new episodes and have your chance to have a say in what we discuss. And now, without further ado, let's dive into the podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Triplicity Productions. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the greatest podcast to ever feature me, the Students Have a Podcast with Jordan and Lucy. That right. rhymed. Right, no, 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 hang on, right. It's the Students of Our Podcast with Jordan and Lucy, right, just because I let your name go first, right? don't forget that I'm the one that makes this shit too. <laughs> no, Sorry, but did you see Did you see the, the poetical lyricness that I created? Yeah, I'm so happy for you. I'm honestly so proud of you. <laughs> well, considering that we are now, how many episodes in, Lucy? We are 28 episodes in, Jordan. 28 episodes, and it only took 28 episodes for me to finally do a poem. Oh, my God. Like, you know what? That's crazy, because we actually have tried so many different things. Like, when you listen back to, like, some of the old shit, like, we actually have tried so many different things, and, like, put why? Why have we never... Well, to be fair, we have, like, rhyme shit before, but, like, dinner, dinner. If you expect me to do a full podcast in a poem in poetry mode, I think you'll be disappointed. I doubt me. I don't expect you to be fucking Shakespeare up in this bitch, you know. Like, alas, Paul Lucas said, "I knew it so well," and then I drank him. And I'm drinking smart water because I'm dumb as fuck. <laughs> mm. And I'm pretty. And it's Thursday. It's Thursday. It's our usual conversation time. Our usual conversation time. And this week, I've dressed up slightly. I'm wearing a Super Mario t-shirt and an Animal Crossing New Horizons jacket. That is so iconic. I'm literally wearing a pretty little thing, dressing gown. Like, this fucking, like, this is me everyday fit now. Like, you know, you know, I can't even tell that on a podcast. I'll, I'll tell you after the, I just, I just a friend told us a funny joke the other day. But um, it's not appropriate for a podcast. Um, but speaking of podcasts, just quickly, and John, I'm, I apologise, caught you off guard, but I just... Oh, I, I know what you're going with here. I know where you're going with this one, because we've been, we've been back and forth with one of our good friends. Yeah, we have. The, the only other podcast to survive Yeah. the module that spawned them. They, these guys are also fellow students surviving in uni world, in COVID world, in everything. Um, so the podcast that is also again um, born and bred from Sunland Uni, Hun that Created ain't by three amazing people. Yes, Hun that ain't it. Honest to fucking God, that podcast is fucking hilarious. Like, I love listening. I'm not even just saying this because they're my fucking mates. Like, honestly, like it's amazing. Like, I love it so much. And they they are making a grand epic return a grand epic reunion so if you want to go ahead and follow them on social media um it's at hun on insta um where you can get updates about their episodes updates about the reboot um shit like that you know they're 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 a fucking amazing group of people and fucking love them and their podcast is good great crack. yeah what can That's i say proper, like proper good crack they're the only, you know, they, they were the only other group in that original podcaster module. So for people who don't know, this this podcast was born from a podcaster module that we had to do in uni and we just didn't want to stop. Like, we just loved it. So um, they were the only podcast as well. Like, we, the students of our podcast, we submitted as our assignment. But then when 
because it was part of the assignment, wasn't it, to be on Spotify? So then we were like, fuck up, we're on Spotify, like, we might as well. And then obviously it's gone to Apple and Google and all sorts. And, but they were also the only other podcast to actually still keep going, like, and say, like, oh, fuck, that's actually, that's actually quite fun, this. So I might, might keep it going, why not? So, but yeah, they're an amazing group of people. Um, so get listening to them. Um, again, that's at Hun, that ain't it. Sexy motherfuckers. And um, yeah, just enjoy it, man. Enjoy it, subscribe, fucking listen. You know, again, we're all just students surviving, so you might as well fucking support us in one way or another because our fucking government doesn't. <laughs> right, let's play Student Survival Bingo. We have already gone off. We, we haven't even started our original topic, so that's that's the first line. Lucy's, Lucy's political views, and that's another line. And for the full house... What's our full house, Lucy? What would be the full house on student survival bingo? Lucy has a fucking breakdown and storms House of Parliament. Please don't, because... I can't even make... I really shouldn't be making... Oh, you know, I couldn't give a fuck. People have made worse jokes on fucking YouTube, fucking Spotify, fucking whatever. Like, I've been watching, you know, have you, have you seen the... Um, have you seen the Frenemies podcast on... Uh, YouTube. I don't think you will because I don't think you do you follow like the YouTubers like the like the No, U- not necessarily. Um, I kinda outgrew the YouTube phase about a few years ago. Well to be fair, because they're all grown up now and shit. Um no, there's 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 two YouTubers who actually hated each other for a while, but then one of them started seeing the other one's brother in law. Oh yeah, so that so they actually like reconciled and they were like let's fuck it let's just make a podcast and they've made fucking bank from it like they've called it frenemies and it's trisha paytas and ethan klein also known as h3h3 um i mean i'll listen to it every week like, it's fucking they do like two hour long episodes and it's fucking hilarious like but anyway so yes we are steering off from the topic and it's only because i didn't really want to start on a bad note because this is gonna be a bit of a depressing episode but i wouldn't say depressing more just very very somber compared to what usually we talk about bearing in mind that most days it is either one of us having a hysterical laughing fit or one of us saying something absolutely daft or me doing something daft like leaving the podcast halfway through to go get some chocolate milk oh my god i know you're actually captain at doing that you know like the amount of times you've just fucking dropped the mic and just walked away and i'm like this um okay guys so anyway (laughs) um but yeah, so I, I agree. It's going to be a bit more somber. Um, it's not, it's, we don't want to put anyone down, but we feel like this is something that needs to be spoken about. Like, because this is, this is like, we've talked about so much around the lockdowns. But the one thing we haven't talked about, like we've talked about sex and relationships, talked about coping with it. But one thing we haven't like actually focused on is how lonely it can be. Like, oh, hi. even if you've got someone there, it can feel awful. Like, so like, first and foremost, my first point is that, like no one really talks about it, but loneliness is a killer. Like it, loneliness can can kill. Like it's 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 dreadful. Like to feel that alone, and like I feel like with everything that's going on, it's so easy to become an introvert because whether people like it or not, part of student life is the socialness of it. The fact that you you go and you meet so many people and you make so many friends. Like John, like I would have never met you if we hadn't come to uni. Hey, you wouldn't have met me if it wasn't for Med 108. Exactly, exactly. And so, who was who did you say was the most nervous when we went in that? Because I was, I was peacock and I was like, I came into that and I was like, okay, let's do this. 
Are you talking about the TV? The TV? The TV? What was the it? Bit. Yeah, TV bit. The, um, yeah, because we first met on the set of um, Sounds Like Sunderland, I remember. The greatest um, ever YouTube clip. <laughs> the most ambitious first year project. That's literally what one of the tech op centre was, you know. That was the most ambitious project for uh, for first. And it was a success. It, well, for first year students, it was yeah. But um, listen, we were first years. The bar wasn't set that high for us. We just had to turn up and do something. Yeah, but it is still but, crazy how some people did turn up very unexperienced. But that's not all about it. <laughs> I would say I, I would say considering that I I don't really have a media background. I've, oh, no, I wasn't talking about you, chick. I wasn't talking. I know you went. I'm just, I'm just boasting your profile here. If you want to hire me, I am more than willing to do anything. You're I've fun. done live radio. I've done TV. I've done podcast. I'm a fully trained journalist so far. Baby, if you want, I'll get you into films and all. <laughs> right, we're going off topic here, but yeah, it's 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 a lonely world right now, and I will say it, it's like like being at home all the time. So. I, you think it'll be, oh, it'll be great, I'll do this, I'll do that. But then the reality kicks in. It's like, you're in the same four walls every day. Your kitchen is like, it's just the kitchen. Then you've got your sofa, you've got your telly. But with it being, a, with me and Jack living in a ground floor, one bedroom flat, I've got to admit this third lockdown, second, it's been not the same, like, we lived in Alexandra Court, we had a two-bedroom flat, we had a lot of space. I actually had a studio. Like we converted the same bedroom into a studio by flipping the mattress. Do you remember that, Lucy? Do you remember looking at my amazing mattress-built studio? Those were the days, man. Things were so different then, weren't they? Like they really were. Like I feel like my life was completely different then. Like, Do you remember we actually used to record right after Clap for Cares? We used to record about 20 past eight. Oh my god, yeah. Would I would finish watching the news. Back when Jack was on, when Jack did nights for a bit, Jack would be off to work. I'd go sit in the studio, get the studio, spend 20 minutes setting the studio up, get the Zoom call set up. And it would be fun. You know what, though, if I had a, if I had another spare room, because truthfully, it's just me and Tatiana in the flat now, because my other flatmate, uh, she, she was also Greek. She went home before the second lockdown. So, um, she, I mean, she just hasn't been able to come back, unfortunately. But... Um, so her room is her room's there, but we're not we're not using it because um, obviously it needs to be kept closed, like from the company and all sorts. But we do have a spare room where no one's actually contract like contractually like in there. So in that, in that spare room, we were told by the property manager, it's fine. You can put whatever you want in there. Like I'll unlock it for you. So you can put your boxes in there and stuff. So that's what we did. But there's still not enough room in there to make a studio. Otherwise, I would actually have a studio. That would actually like build. Like I'd get like because on Amazon actually you can get like little pop up tents, like little studios uh, you can crazy. sit in. crazy i was actually thinking about getting one but they're like 50 quid but they're like soundproof like little pop-up studios like little tents i thought it would be I sick the green screen but i've seen the prices and it was about 70 quid for the basic green screen it's because i haven't got the space yeah it's because green screen has like the two big tripods that are all connected like i've set up green screen before it's honestly like great i'm not surprised green screen i actually thought it would be more expensive than that because it's two huge tripods and then you get like different, you don't just get like green screen, you get like different colours with it. But yeah, blue screen, red screen. Mm. But yeah. But yeah, yeah. Like, like it's even like to me, it's oh, like 
working out from home, I have grown to absolutely love home workouts. Like I genuinely get more excited for a home workout than go than when I was going to the gym. Because you you've got so much for you, you can you've got so much variety. Like your body weight, your bo- train your body weight's amazing. Mm. Although my knees don't speak well for themselves now because I can't go into squat without them cracking like like cracking like bubble wrap. Yeah. It's painful. I mean, as much as I miss the gym, you know, like I actually like don't to some extent. Like I have, I'm actually learning to like prefer to work out from home because in the gym like when you're a girl it's just different because it's a different ball game it's honestly like you can't well, you, you have to like cover yourself up a bit and if you walk around in like just a sports bra like you get stared at so all you, you do have you seen all this shit around the women's only gym and like men are like why do women need their only gym and it's like that's why that's why because we go the same argument can be hard for why men have to have their own gym like exactly we and don't... again, when you look at those kind of stuff, it breaks back to the stereotypes. Like, exactly. Have you noticed that women's gyms have got more of a stereotypically, like, what I would have thought it was women-esque style workouts. So that's like, you know, your resi bands, your medicine balls, stuff like that. Whereas you go to them, if you went to, like, a typical blokey gym, it's your heavyweights, your massive cable stations, and your meatheads. Um, well, Yeah. yeah. Basically, I mean, I think that's just because most men just prefer work like that. Let's say, like most women, like from a woman's perspective, like like I don't know me, I can't speak for all women just because I've got a vagina, but like women just prefer to. But I, right, sorry, I'm miswording this. So I prefer to be slim. I don't want to be muscly. I just want to be toned, but I don't want to be toned to a point where I'm like muscly because I just I don't know I don't like. Yeah, no, not no, no, I wouldn't use the term normal because, like, normal. Sorry, say that again. You cut now. You keep cutting now, chick. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just a bad choice of words. I know it's all right, but like, I get what you mean because some people do just say the term normal, but like, in this context, it's like, I'm I'm not body shaming anyone. Like, if women, like, there's there's loads of heavier set women who go to the gym. And there's loads of heavy set men who go to the gym. Like, I don't give a shit, man. Like, the gym's the gym. At the end of the day, everyone's at a workout. And for me personally, yeah, I was at a workout and stay healthy. But I was also there for my mental health, which brings us in a huge loop back to the actual topic. Because for me, truthfully, right, and I'm, you know, I said said to myself, you know, I I said to myself before we recorded this episode, like specifically this episode that I just really did want to be real about this. It's since everything that's happened in my personal life, recently just like some just some events you know don't want to don't really want to get into it but I know I say this all the time but I just you know there's just levels that I'll go to on the podcast um it, for everyone I think it can actually be so easy to become an introvert and like Jordan you know me I was the most extroverted person wasn't I like I was out all the time like I was social like I could like Lucy, talk- you were a promotions manager for a number for a major like a major student club mm-hmm. I mean yeah like you were once the red bullet you were literally at one point but in the start of second year you literally were living on red bull oh yeah living on red bull buzzers and clubs it's because i was running like a team of staff and i was working every weekend and i was i was also doing all the student night work so it was just it's not even that like i do just like energy drinks that's all it is like i do i just i I do i still drink them i don't drink them as often though because this, this started truthfully, this started to have quite a bad effect on my heart rate. 
So like my rest and heart rate. palpitating. Like, no, no, just even when I wasn't drinking, like, energy drinks, my rest and heart rate was fucking through the roof. Like, your average heart rate's supposed to be between, like, 82 and 86 or something. Mine was, like, 100 and something, like, a day. Like, it was just rough, like... Because I, I said this on the um, the sex and relationships and lockdown episode, because this is, like, done, like, you know, I was listening to that the other day, like... um, Like, would, when girls go on the pill, you need to have your blood pressure done quite regularly because it can it can uh, make your blood pressure go a bit higher. It's not. It's nothing dangerous, but it's something that needs to be monitored because there's so many different pills that can affect so many different body types um, and attack and fucking do all sorts to you, right? Because the, but the pill just doesn't agree with certain women, like just the pill, like the whole thing. But So yeah, you need to have your blood pressure done. And like, obviously on blood pressure machines, they tell you your heart rate and your blood pressure. And mine were just fucking through the roof. But the blood pressure was because... The blood pressure was because... The blood pressure. The broad, the fuck. You want to put your teeth back in? Oh, I kind of caught me. I've got my new gags and I'm like an old woman. Like, I can't know. Shut up, Lucy. So, um, but yeah, so back to the story, right? I do apologise because I just, you know what? This I, is a story all about how. My life got flipped, turned upside down. COVID came right. in the world and I stopped right there and said, yo, homie, to lockdown. Take me Again. there. <laughs> no right so so yeah it can be very very easy to become an introvert and like like as I just said like I was a proper extrovert like I really was like I was all I've always just been like a social person like I've just always been able to speak to people I've I've never really had issues with like social anxiety but like I've noticed that in like the past few months like of just like just some shit that I'm I feel like I've just become like a different version of myself. Like, like I have, I've, I've definitely become an introvert. Like I'm aware that I, I avoid like social interaction and like no shade because I know like we obviously speak, but I've, I've, I also like, I'm just, I don't know what it is. It's not me being rude to anyone. I'm just, I just don't want to be on my phone. Like, I don't want to talk to people. Like it's, it, but again, it's nobody else's problem. Like it's only my own. And you know, but I did ask, you know, I did actually ask a couple of people, a couple of fellow students um, to have their input on how they felt about like loneliness and the lockdowns. And um, our survey says. And our survey says. No. Yeah. <laughs> our survey says, it's shit. Fuck Bojo. <laughs> no. So my one of my friends, Georgia, and she said, it like, I've already asked her, she said it was okay to say her name. Um. So, as I, 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 you know, I reached out to a couple of people. I said, like, would you like to, would you like to just have your say on me podcast? Because I know that, again, like I've said this before, like I just want as many students to like, you know, like it's just a platform, you know, just fucking use it. Like we're handing it to you. Like we're literally lying and out, opening our legs for it. Like just, so, uh, Georgia said, the first lockdown made, made me feel so lonely that it turned me back to my toxic relationships. Um, that was so bad for me but I'm happier now more than ever and that honestly because I'm very very good friends with Georgia that honestly that honestly makes me feel really fucking good like really fucking good because it's just good to see yeah I love her I just fucking love the girl like I kind of like I love my friends like I just but yeah that's the thing like I love my friends like going back to that I love my friends but like I've just I've just noticed that I'm I've noticed more you want to shut you just want to you feel like there's days where you just want to be like, meh, just 
it's messenger it's, snapchat all turned off i just want to sit in bed watch the office and eat ice cream well it's not even that like i'm it's not some days it's like all the time like it's literally like i've noticed it like it's all the time and to be honest i've only realized it in the past couple of days that like oh shit I actually have become a bit of an introvert and I've always been like a friend from a distance type person like it doesn't mean I love you any less but I'm just not I'll be there for low you. maintenance friendships you prefer yeah and I don't think that's a bad thing I've li- I have loads of them they are so easy like to manage it's like you don't have to worry about your mate getting stressed out about you not texting you be best mate of nearly how many years since he I met one of my best mates in year two We've lost contact a number of times, but yet whenever we meet up, it's like nothing ever changes. Exactly. Like we're still those we're still those two great mates. Exactly. Like those those are honestly the best friendships because you know that that's like a real connection that you have, like, and that you'll always share. Like it's the same with me and my best friend. Like for, for her own health reasons, I haven't seen her in over a year now. And it was her birthday yesterday. So it's the fourth of Feb now. It was her birthday yesterday, the third of Feb, a twenty-first. And I had to send a card and a presents to our house because I couldn't go and give them to her. Couldn't drop, you couldn't give them. Like, it was just awful. Like, it's the last couple of years have been, like, the first birthdays I've not spent with her. And, like, our entire friendship, we've been friends for over 10 years. And it's like, fuck me, like, like love her. But I, I love all my friends, but it's not me being rude to anyone. Like, I promise, it really, really isn't. I just, I, like, I just have wanted to take a bit of a hiatus from the world, like, it, you, people can say it's me just avoiding the issues it's not because when I've been doing this hiatus I've been sat every day thinking about what's happened I've been coming to terms with a lot of things I've been processing a lot of shit I've been really making some self-work some self-improvement but I just I know I needed to like shut that off like I know I needed to shut off that part because that was so um not right empathic and self-aware and stuff like that because I just I knew it was time that I needed to focus on me so I don't know I just you know it, it I'll not lie it does get a bit lonely but the only person I've got to blame is myself because I know that I'm doing this but I, I know it's what I need so I don't know I don't think I'm a good spokesperson for this but this is why I've asked a couple of people to contribute because I think like it's really important to hear people's stories especially because it's so important to reach out like it really is like there's always people around you who listen always oh, hi. Like, I'm not right here <laughs> Exactly, like, I know if worse came to worse, I could just ring Jordan or Jack. Like, I know if... Hey, like, we have a Snapchat streak now, so I've, I've hit peak goals. Like, I've lost... I've, we're on 15, we're on a snap streak of 15, and the amount of utter holy balls we send each other is ridiculous. And I would just send each other videos and that. Like, I, they're the best, though, just, like, the fucking chill ones, you know, like, the, the funny Snapchats, like... When me and Jack are doing something absolutely daft. Yeah, but even then, I fucking hate social media, George. Like, that's, that's one thing I've learned. Like, I absolutely fucking hate social media now. Like, if I could delete Facebook, Messenger, Insta, stuff like that, and just, have, and just have everybody's numbers. But then I also get really bad FOMO. And I also, even though I'm not, like, I haven't spoke to a lot of people, I still just, like, like look at stories, just make sure everyone's all right. Like, like so you're more of, like, a sort, like, you'd rather use social media not to, like, just to... It's gonna sound crazy not to like post about yourself, but rather watch watch the social world go by. Yeah, like I just don't want like I don't know, like I just want to make honestly, honestly, my stance on it is that I've only kept it because I just want to make sure all my friends are all right. Like for those who I just haven't spoke to, like if they post something, I'm like, oh look, 
look at them on there, look cute. I'll oh, give it a like, there we go. You know, that that's all it is for me. Give a like to, give a like to our mates and other podcasts. Yeah. Especially when you especially when you and the other like when we've been back and forth and with Hun, like it, it it's been like prop it's been a proper love fest. It has just been. But like I see your argument there, like I won't lie, I've got a, a unique relationship with, the, with social media, isn't that? I'm going into an industry where social media is the dominant game now. Like journalists use Twitter, they use we use Insta for stories, we use Facebook. The problem is like I'm not one of those people that would post every two seconds of my life. I don't like to post other do you know what they're saying? They do, honestly. Better to remain silent and thoughtful than to cast open God. John, I start again. Yeah, sorry, you just need to start again. I do apologise. It just, you, like, you froze and then it was like... Ah, ah, ah. But to me, social... I'd rather be... You ever heard the saying? It is better to be silent and thoughtful than to remove... than to open one's mouth and remove all doubt. I no. would rather... I actually haven't heard that, but it's quite interesting. It's a Lisa Simpson quote from The Simpsons, Maggie's first word. Boom, Simpsons, Simpsons, Simpsons knowledge. Simpsons, the Simpsons predicted everything. So we can listen to The Simpsons because they predicted everything. Crazy, crazy shit. Crazy. Crazy times. But like, I would rather... The, thing, the problem is with Twitter, especially with Twitter, I only keep Twitter because, well, that's how you... That's how you get your, your word out. You get your meet people. I cannot, when I'm thinking of my opinions, I cannot keep, I can't make an opinion in 280 characters without without the appropriate context or or relevant information. And it bugs the crap out of us when I see people, like, useless, utter garbage going to it. Like, yeah. I keep Facebook going because we family use Facebook. We use it as a, a means of just sharing videos, sharing memes, sharing pictures of Venus when she was around and occasional recipes that I would like to try. Instagram, I can't, Instagram's a weird one for me. Like, I don't fully understand it. It's like, it took, this is a kid. I'm 22. I am an old man in the age of social media now because I had to Google how to use TikTok. I had to watch a YouTube on how to use TikTok. I love TikTok. I think it's glass apps. TikTok's proper fun entertainment. I mean, it is like, I mean, like literally you're on TikTok for like a couple of minutes, just thinking, oh, I'll just quickly scroll through, see what's going on. And then next thing you know, you've lost five hours of your life. Oh, I <laughs> like, I've, I've actually found like, to me, it's, although there's, there's concerns that the short form, short form narrative of TikTok is quite effective on the, on like your attention span. Because that, that, that amount of content, you're focusing on for two seconds, it may affect your focus in like larger things. But that little escape from this shitty world has been amazing. There was some t- some points before I started listening to podcasts again, I would just jump on the metro, put my pods in, and I would literally just watch TikTok the whole way. And it would just keep us entertained. It's like these short little funny narratives that would just take away that little bit of loneliness that happens when you're on the metro by yourself wearing your mask. Excuse me, the, I had some of these Biscoff biscuits before we started. They were very nice. So they came Love Biscoff biscuits, you know. If you know, I had these ones, the Biscoff chocolate, round Biscoff with chocolate in the middle. It's like, it's like a Biscoff Oreo. That sounds fucking beautiful. It was absolutely sickly. But like, it's that, those small things. But 
I'm going to build a bit of an art. I'm going to put a little case out here. Like, there are days when I'm in the flat by myself, mainly like weekends on Saturdays after Jack's at work, three starts earlier than I do. And it can get really, really lonely. It can be just four walls and you. Like, when I was in isolation, that was like, oh, self isolation is awful. I, honestly, I can't even speak about mine. Like, mine was just. You were my, climbing the, the walls. The, no, no, like the only reason why mine was bad was just because of the timing of it. Like, and I do know what you mean though. Like I, I was actually going to speak about this because I, the first lockdown wasn't as bad for me because I had people to share it with. But um, now that we're in- like, Lockdown we're, three, electric really. Yeah, we've surpassed- we've sub- Bringing that back now. Yeah, we've, we've, we've surpassed lockdown two and then lockdown- Electric we're in lockdown yeah, like um, now that we've like surpassed them, um, it's it like I have my flatmate Tatty, and I'm in a I'm in a bubble with me friend, like a couple of my friends who are in one household. Anyway, like they all live together. Are you in a support bubble with your parents? Um, no. Okay. Um, but I still go and see them, but it's all socially distanced. So like, I I get the shopping for them because my mom still works. My mom's a um a a palliative care nurse but my mom gets tested like literally like two or three times a week and she's she's only like in this entire pandemic she's only come back positive once um and she was really ill with it like this was this was about a month ago she was really really ill with Remember it like, telling us. she was saying she was only she only told us the other week man the divvy bitch she told she told us the other week that she was sneezing blood and that and i was like why didn't you tell wow. us this when this was happening but she just didn't my mom's my mom's one of those people that's like yeah. Ride, out, ride out the storm and then I'll tell you because I know you'll worry but me and my brother me and my brother honestly hate it because we're like no if things are happening tell us now we're adults like it's fine no we'll love her though me and my brother love her but but yeah so my my experiences with the lockdown like the main lockdown like the first one I think what was so escalated about that one in in hindsight was the fact that everybody was terrified like it was made to be this fucking zombie fucking fucking chemical warfare fucking virus that was going to the supermarkets during that because of, it actually felt like a war zone it honestly, like it felt you were fighting for your life in like my, going to work was just a five hour shift would feel like a ten hour honestly like it would it was crazy like to think that that's how we lived for months like it was honestly like no Costa no Greg's it's not even that I didn't care about those materialistic things like I'm a girl who always likes to have her nails done like acrylic nails and yeah. I didn't care that I wasn't getting them done I didn't care that my roots were down to my fucking eyebrows like I didn't care that I hadn't been waxed I didn't care that I I didn't care about these things because I was so genuinely terrified like all I wanted to do was protect my friends and my family like and at that point I hadn't I hugged I hadn't seen my parents in months and out and my brother as well I hadn't seen him in ages so I was just like and my other brother I hadn't seen for over a year and then I saw him around Christmas thank god because he came home but uh you know like it was fucking mental like it was honestly crazy like and I think I think it goes to show like it's it's about who you spend it with because what made lockdown one so easy and gave us peace of mind and the reason why I didn't just fucking bite the bullet was because like truthfully in my life I've been pushed to points where I've just been like nah I'm done mate I'm done. Like that's it. Like I'm not putting up with this shit anymore. Like I shouldn't have to. Life, life shouldn't be this hard. But I feel like the only thing that stopped me 
from doing anything stupid was the fact that I had, I had, I had, I had people to share it with. And at the time, I, I had an amazing support bubble around us, I did. And I had my friends, I was regularly in contact with all my friends. I was, you know, with, you know, I was with a great group of people. So I can't, I cannot complain one tiny single bit about it because it was, honestly, lockdown was actually quite fun in hindsight. Like it was terrifying, but it was fun because we all had each other. But now I think what's worse about it is that in when lockdown one was happening, it was the summer, we could go outside, we could go for walks, we could we could do anything but now that it's cold and nobody wants to do it like I've been out once for a walk and I know that sounds so bad but I went out once for a walk because I felt like I was going after I genuinely was sat in here thinking I'm losing the plot like honest to god like the walls were moving I was like I'm losing the fucking plot I need to leave so I did some I went to Mulberry Park and just did a bit of photography got a new camera so I was like fucking I'm gonna go and do some photography but getting back to like the roots you know getting back to things that I love like photography is what actually boosted me into meeting some of me you know me I'm gonna say clients for me free like well my old freelancing business um you know from working and working in bars and stuff like that like it gave us a bit more of a passion for actual photography but you know anyway I do miss lockdown one mainly because like I did say man there was no cost there was no Greg's it did make us realise that there was a lot of things I was spending a lot of money on which I didn't need to. But it also taught us that there was, there, believe it or not, there was more to life than fitness. That was my biggest takeaway from lockdown one was the fact that I didn't need, I didn't need a smartwatch, a step pack of smartwatch. I didn't need a gym. I didn't need protein powder or any supplements to stay happy and healthy. Yeah. And to this day, yeah, I'm getting a Galaxy Watch, but that's because I got it. It's technically free with my phone. But I'm not going to be Mr. I'm going to get 10,000 every day. Yeah. I'm not going to be Mr. I'm going to have to have protein with every meal because you don't need to. As long as you get some protein in your diet, you're fine. Oh, yeah, like and there's absolutely, there's, there's there's a lot of good things that you take from the lockdown. Like, And I'm pretty proud of you for saying that because, you know, I know that fitness is I was addicted. Yeah, like fitness is a big thing for you and like I mean good on you you're healthy as fuck but it's you know like it gets to a point where it's not healthy oh I knew it was unhealthy it was just a case of I was in that much denial about it I had to realize myself but then do you remember lockdown too it didn't feel like a lockdown like it just felt like we still had pretty much everything non-essential a handful of non-essentials were closed I completely agree it wasn't a lockdown. It really wasn't. Like, it was mad. Like, I remember I was in work on Halloween and one of the, one of the, um, I can't even remember who it was. I think it was, I think it was, um, I think it was one of my friends. She came up to us and she was like, we're, we're, we're going in lockdown. I was like, what the fuck? Panicked. Obviously, the last lockdown we had was lockdown one. So we were like, fuck, panicking. And then we actually got into it and it was sound as fuck. Like, it actually was fine. Lockdown two was the best one. Like, honestly, Actually, no, no, for me personally, lockdown one, I'd say it was the best one because again, I had people to share it with and it actually was pretty fun. Like, you, but you're right about the money thing because actually, I've got to agree with you that lock, I've got to disagree that lockdown two could have been was better because by heart, we didn't have support bubbles back in lockdown one, not until the very end of it. So I couldn't go home to see my parents. Whereas yeah. in lockdown two, I was still going back to see my parents every Sunday because that's why I do that every Sunday. Like, after, I've, after Jack, Jack goes to work, 
I jump on the 50 from Washington, I go back home, I spend about three hours with the folks, and then they drive me to work. And it just keeps me, keeps me ticking. Like, that was one thing I really struggled with during lockdown one. Both lockdown two and three, I've had that. So that's kind of been a bit of a mitigator for the loneliness. Like, yeah, I've had a bit of a slow week. Like, I've not been out much. But I get to go, and I get to jump on the 50, and I get to go to Chester, and I get to see, get to see the folks. Yeah, that's cute. Like, no, I think it is a very much subject to opinion kind of thing because I think it's it's very much personal opinion because some people can say this one's been the best one or some, it, it depends on what you've been going through really and it depends on how much you really need this time. Like for a lot of people, you know, I actually know a lot of people who have actually really benefited from this because they needed a break. Like me personally, first lockdown, I knew I needed the break. Honestly, I was a bit grateful for it because I was like, fuck, like, and I know I need this break because I was working. I mean, you said it yourself, like I was, I was working all the time. I was living, it wasn't healthy. You literally were about maybe even, um, if lockdown one had the came in, you probably would have worked yourself into an early grave at that pace. I felt like I was, you know, because I was just surviving on energy drinks and like I was eating like- The fact that when we would do, do you remember when we used to do pre-production meetings? Like we used to sit down at, river, at the riverside, we used to sit, I'd have a cup of coffee. You guys would, Joe and Matty would probably get cans of Coke or something and you'd be drinking Red Bull. You'd be bouncing off your, you'd be bouncing off your rocker. Because I'll be honest with you, it's the only thing that kept us going, and it wasn't work. It was, it was an abundance of things. To be honest with you, like there was, there was quite a lot of things going on. Like, to be honest, I'm, I'm putting lockdown and the, the whole COVID thing down to like what's been going on. But like, really, like, I've realised that like there's just been a lot of issues, and really, like the past like two years of my life, like, diff- loads, just loads of different things, like. I don't know. I can't put my finger on all of it, but all of them have contributed to one. All of them have contributed to one end result that it's just like, you know, it's just a lot of process and it's just all hitters at once. I think that's all it is for me. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, I'm a young, I'm a young woman. Like, I'm, I'm a young person. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got lots to learn, you know, I've got lots to learn about life and shit, you know. But I put, going back to like the money comment that you made, um I do I do have to agree with you because but then I also have to disagree with you because yes it was a great opportunity to save money and it was like fuck like I don't have to spend money on travel I don't know how, I don't have to spend money on like food anymore and shit like that like I shouldn't be eating out just because I I'm lazy from the day or I'm busy it's for me I was buying so much unnecessary shit to keep us entertained but also because I was living with a lot of people we were buying things like games for games night we were buying um like we were buying like console games and stuff like that like it was just stuff like that but then I also was in this fixated sort of mentality that when the lockdown was over everything was going to go back to normal so I bought things like dresses and cute little outfits for nights out and then look where we are you know then again we have a chance to form a new normal like to me there's a lot of things that we did before coronavirus that just were just daft like weren't weren't right i'll be honest it's crazy to think that people must not have been this sanitary before covid oh i know i've bought more so in 2020 and 2021 that I ever did in life. But that's not one I didn't wash my hands. I've just been buying a lot more because I wash my hands a lot more. But like, 
just being more aware, more aware now of our of the impact of being too like crazy being too cold. But maintain a nice distance, like maybe one meter, one one meter, and mainly just. I'll be honest. I've not used a salad bar since pre-March. Like, I've like self-service food. Like, like more just. That's an interesting point, you know. Like when you say the new normal, because I don't think that this is the new normal. Like, very much believe that this is the new normal. Like, I don't think from the way that our government's handled this, I don't think that we're ever gonna. Oh, we're not going to recover. Like, well, we will recover eventually, but like, I was saying, scars will be there for life. Like, I wish I was saying to my friend Shay, um, like oh, Shay, Shay, who was on a couple of episodes ago. Like, we were texting, um, when was it? Um, last night, I think. And we were saying, we were saying that, um, that like it, it has just had like an impact, like, and all this, and obviously talking about the Rona, but um. We were saying that like it's crazy how like we were all sort of like me and like these specific set of girls like that I'm good for, good pals with now like I'm in their support bubble. Um, it's it's crazy, it's crazy to see how a group of like extroverts have now we've all sort of turned into introverts a bit. Like, um, to be honest, a couple of them have settled down. A couple of them have got lads now, so. They're all settled down. They're all nice and cosy. You know, they're they're cozying it up with them, and they're, you know, they're happy and healthy, and that's all that matters to me. But, um, but you know, like me and Shay, like because we're both single, we were just like, we were just talking about, it and we we're just saying like it does get a bit lonely, doesn't it? Like it does just get like a bit shit. But, but when you see the new normal, it is bad to think that like, I don't think like our our minds are not going to be fixated around. Have I got a mask in my bag or in my pocket? Have I got Hands, I've got spare hand sanitizer in case I just touch something. I've got spare antibacterial wipes from my shop, and have I got? Have I washed my hands in the last like hour? Have I? Have I cleaned this desk before I've sat at it? Have I? You know, it's crazy shit like that. Like I regularly clean my vape pen and I clean my phone because those are the things I touch the most. Even when I'm in shops, I'll touch them and I don't mean to. And my laptop, I always clean my laptop. I clean my desk. I clean all of my space because, like, even me and Tatiana when we get food shopping we sit and we'll clean everything down before like it comes out the bag straight into someone's hand cleaned and then in the fridge like that's what we do because that's a new normal but but do do you know what I mean like I feel like when this is over people are still gonna have this like level of what we're doing I don't think we're gonna get rid of masks you know I think I think there'll be yeah they may say we don't have to wear masks on buses but I think there'll still be that psychological like that little instinct that when the bus gets busy, you just put your mask on. Yeah. I didn't mind. Like, since I started wearing surgicals, I do, not, like, not proper surgical disposal ones. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel more comfortable wearing them than fabrics. And I, did, I didn't mind if I have to go in a shop. Actually, shops, I do, I do mind a little bit because it takes a bit of the fun out. Plus, there's really no shops left at this rate. Because all the clothes shops, I like going to are going to be moving online the likes of Burton, Topman and I kind of buy clothes online I didn't like that I like going in and feeling them you know what you're saying about the um I mean I've, I love buying clothes online like I just do but because I, I know what brands to trust when it comes to like what's going to fit us but 
when you say the fabric masks, you know, my dad made this fucking hilarious point the other night, but it's also very strangely true. So like everyone, you wear underwear, right? And I know this is going to sound really TMI, but when you fart, you can smell it, can't you? Yeah. And that's a fabric over your bum, right? That's a fabric. And then your fart is like your actual pump is a, is a gas leaving your body. So you can smell it or you can smell someone else's, can't you, right? So my dad said, how can, right, a piece of fabric over your mouth and you breathing into it, how is that going to stop you from catching COVID when if you fart into your boxes, you can smell it? And I said, yeah, but dad, there's like, there's, there's different types of masks you can get now. Like they've developed since like all these rules have come out, you know, like you can get like, you can get like surgical masks, you can get medical grade ones, you can get one. Like mine has a filter in it that you lip, I just literally take out and I dispose of it. And then I replace the, wash the mask, wash, wash the actual fabric and then replace the, um, replace the filter. And that's all I do, but it's really thick. But he did actually make a good point in saying that, you know, because if, if you wear a fabric mask, you put your hand over the fabric like that, you can still feel oh. your breath. Oh, I've just hit my mic. Sorry, everyone. Um, you can still feel your breath. So it's, you know, it does make you think, doesn't it? Like it made me, it made the cogs turn for me because I was like, you know what? My dad's a fucking lunatic, but he's got a point. Like there's a method to the madness. <laughs> it's crazy. Right. And but, I think on that crazy note. Yeah. Farts. And, I think we'll wrap it up. Yeah. We will, because we've already gone over time. <laughs> Welcome to the Shooters Hour podcast. Extra time. I know, shock horror, shock horror. Um, I think I was saying this, yeah, I was saying this the other day to Ellie from um, Hun That Ain't It, um, that we always stick to this time limit because the 45 minute window is where people are more like, they'll stop the, like, it's psychology. The golden attention span. Yeah, like, they'll just lose their attention span after that. But <laughs> I was saying, you know what, right, if I had, if I had me way, I could sit for hours and record this, mate. I could just sit and talk shit. Like, well, not talk shit, but we could st- We could semi... Yeah, like, we would, like, stay on topic for a bit. But um, but anyway, yes, um, on that note, thank you, everyone. Don't forget, well, on my closing note, don't, please, 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 absolutely do not forget to give Hun That Ain't It a follow because it's a really fun podcast. Really fun. It's a really fun podcast. worked hard on the reboot. It's took me... It's took me a long time to get back to where they want to be. Fucking hell. Yeah. And it's been over a year. So it's been a year in the making. Yeah. So the least the least we can do is give it a fair good old chance. Plus, they're going to be getting a lot of cross-promotion out of us because we're going to be helping them as far as we can. Promotion from us, what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> I'm going to share all their posts. Oh, yeah, of course we are. Like that's the thing. We're just we're just pe- people fucking helping each other out. Like it, it's not like we're doing some fucking paid brand deal with them. Like we're just fucking like we're all students. So we might as well just fucking help each other out. They share our shit. We share their shit. It's just as simple as that. Like, but anyway, yes. Please don't forget to give them a follow, and and follow us as well because we are the OGs. No, well, both of the podcasts are the OGs because they all were born at the same time. We've just kept it going. They were just busy with like uni work and stuff. Like they just had other priorities, so they just stopped. And Jordan, to be fair, we can't say anything because we also did the same thing for quite a while. That's we true. We took a we took a fair break. We took like a three month break, which I don't think we'll ever do again. I just can't. I don't know. I think an off. I think a good old off season is quite good. I think it gives us time to refresh. 
Yeah, I mean, we could we could start to organise the episodes into seasons, but then it's like, nah, because on the older episodes, like, it would just be such a funny one because we haven't ever introduced them as like, welcome to season one episode, whatever. Like, we just haven't. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it's me just being a divvy bitch. So yes, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Student Survival Podcast. Um, stay tuned for next week where hopefully Thursday night, Although, Jordan, that Thursday night is also the night of that appointment, so I don't know if I'm going to be recording. I, I'm just going to say how I feel, really. But, um, yes, I'll, I want to give everyone a boob update <laughs> because the boob thing is still going on. And still Hashtag like, tip gate. Hashtag get off your chest. <laughs> um, yeah, there's still a lot of tea to spill. Um, so we'll get into it. We'll get into it when we've got time. So, yep. Anyway, this is Lucy saying thank you. And, and this is Jordan getting very tired and saying goodbye as well from a lovely Millfield. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will catch you on the next episode. Goodbye.